Hi everyone and welcome to another powerful conversation with yet another powerful woman. I'm, I'm really delighted today to be joined by uh, Krista and for her to share her story because she really is incredibly inspiring. She's been through a lot and um, is using that to do great things out there in the world and um, her area of focus really, really inspires me. So I'm not going to say any more about what um, who she is, what she does. I'm going to hand over to you, Krista, so you can introduce yourself yourself. Well, thank you, Claire, for having me today and um, the opportunity to share a little bit more of my story. I'm Krista Anderson. I'm the founder and CEO of Healthy on the Go, a natural food distribution and brokerage company uh, with offices in the U.S. and France. And our premier mission is to help create a path to prevention by making healthy foods truly accessible in places where you normally cannot find them. Um, I'm also the author of a book called Claim Your Healing, and I'm living my best life in the south of France, is what I would like to say. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'll start by saying I'm super envious of, of where you live. I would, um, yeah, one day I will live in that sort of area and enjoy that beautiful light and warmth and everything that comes with, with being in uh, the south of France. Yes, we well, have an invitation. Come oh, visit. Great, great. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Careful what you wish for. I know, that's what my friends say. <laughs> yeah. So um, I suppose that, I mean, I know a bit about your backstory, but the obvious question is, how did you get into this space that you're in about, um, you know, building or preventing, um, well, building a healthier lifestyle so you can prevent uh, bad things, if you like, from happening? Yeah. So in 2007, I was diagnosed with stage two kidney cancer and had my right kidney removed. And then in 2009, it came back um, pretty, pretty hard. It was stage four and it came back in my chest cavity, was collapsing my right lung um, because it was growing so quickly. And the doctors had given me three months to live. And wow. as you can imagine, diagnosis like that, you have to ask yourself, what can you do to fight back? What are you in control of? And that's where I started seeing a holistic doctor learning about the homeopathy, you know, way of living and um, how to treat and fight the disease through a healthier lifestyle and um, plant-based diet. So during that journey, I realized how hard it is when you leave home to find something healthy to eat. Yeah. So in order to protect myself and to fight against cancer at that time was to bring food with me everywhere that I knew what was in it. I knew where it came from. And so when, one day I walked into a gas station while visiting my family in Wisconsin and I left empty handed. And I think a lot of us can say we've walked into a gas station with very little choice of what you could really eat there that's healthy. And so that's where it was kind of a light bulb moment for me of why is there never anything healthy in a gas station? And I decided really to start creating a solution for that with my company today, Healthy on the Go. Yeah. Yeah. And if, um, gosh, it's, it's, there's so, so many questions I could ask you. It's like, which, which direction do I, do I take that, <laughs> that in? Um, when you, when you're at that moment, I suppose, either with the first or the second diagnosis and, mm -hmm. um, I mean, obviously you, you allowed medical intervention as well. Um, but how, how much, uh, emphasis or confidence did you place on a holistic treatment to be able to get 
through you you through that and how um how sort of like how uh intensive or mind consuming or day-to-day consuming was that as a journey yeah that's such a great question because i know that being in the natural food industry today you would imagine my stance would maybe be against the medical system a bit and I really believe that there's a huge need when you have a disease like cancer that's very strong. It's rare you can actually fight against it in a natural way once it's progressed. So I've actually lost friends um, going this direction. And it you need a a balance of both. Um, Of course, preventing is the most important. And that's why we should choose to live a healthy lifestyle now, not when it's too late to think about it. So it is very con- time um, mentally consuming, time consuming, because you really have to become your own doctor and really look and research and learn this whole new way of living. And it, it is a lot, um, but it's important, um, I believe, in building the immune system and in creating a space for your body to really have a strength to fight. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I think another element is is also I think you know m- most of us go around not really being in in tune with our bodies and and feeling yeah. into it and not um, observing that the response your body has to a particular food sort. Um, I know that I personally um, my body knows when it's had sugar and not in a good way as well as as an example. Yeah. Um, um, but I think it takes quite a lot to. Um, wake yourself up to being in tune with with your body how your body responds to food to lifestyle to any exercise anything like that absolutely and it it takes a slowing down and I think this is one thing I realized I I made a vow to myself which I I have failed at since then but I'm reminded every day is I would I to not be stressed so stressed to slow down I mean, stress causes so much disease, the majority of disease really, and to slow down and and like to your point is really listening to your body. Like when I have too much coffee, I'm, I'm a mess for the rest of the day, you know, like realizing what your body needs. And I think, and that's another thing too, is the future of food is customization because all of our bodies are different and that is where the industry is going to go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Have you heard of, I just uh, to lead off that, have, have you heard of the, uh, of Zoe in the UK? The... Someone just told me about this yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely worth looking into. And I, I did it and I was absolutely fascinated. And my husband did it at the same time. And just to understand, I, I knew that his body responded differently to food, but um, just to see those differences on how your body um responds to sugar how long it takes for um fat to come out of your bloodstream um how healthy your gut is um all all of those things are just so fascinating and i i also believe that it is about having a more personalized approach um although i guess and maybe this is where where your an assumption of where you're at is that there are quite a few things that we can all do um to help prevent um illness and stress and and to, to deal with all those things what would be what are your top tips for people on in that area 
Wow. I have to say one of the greatest lessons I've learned in healthy lifestyle is finding balance between work and your, your life. So for example, you know, after I was healed and when I started my company, you know, a startup or like any job, you're, you're working a lot, you're stressed, you're trying to perform really well. And what I like to call is kind of chasing after the American dream, this, you know, plateau of success and, and yeah. having things that we're taught by society that is successful. And, you know, I was chasing after that, this fame, the success. I don't really work for money, but, you know, that is a ne necessity. And what I realized is my life was so out of balance. I didn't have time for friends or family. Yeah. I didn't ever sit down for a meal, really. I barely ever cooked. You know, I wasn't taking the time. And I think we're always so on the go. Um, we're distracted by social media, by, you know, keeping up with those around us. But really the true value and essence, I believe, of healthy living in the greatest lesson that I've learned in that is being present. And it's for me, what I've learned from the French culture is this moment around the table that mm -hmm. has radically changed my life. And why I moved here was this culture that breeds healthy, balanced living. And it's spending hours at the table with people you really enjoy being with and yeah. sharing a moment. Um that community, community, you know, when you look at the blue zones, why people live so long, it's yeah. plant-based food, the red wine, the, the walkability, where they go, the community that, that surrounds them and supports them. So I think there's a lot to be said about this one moment at the table and slowing down. Yeah. And I think that like, for me, that, that moment at the table, that was something that, um, that was one of the gifts of uh, COVID for, for me and yes. my family is that it kind of forced us um, or enabled us as a family for all four of us to sit down every evening and mm -hmm. have a meal together, sometimes two meals together if we were able to have lunch together. And then to even do all those sort of mundane activities afterwards, like clearing the table and washing up and putting things away, um, those are all really important times when when conversation becomes less superficial and and things come up that are really important and you can have some really um, discussions and conversations and I think that that's made us a lot stronger as a family um, and that being part of say French culture, Spanish culture, Italian culture um, are, are are really big things. Exactly. I mean, it's the slower living. And I think COVID has taught a lot of us just take a step back and reevaluate our life, our careers. Are we doing something we enjoy? How are we living our, our day to day? And I think a lot of people are, you know, moving out of bigger cities, wanting to be more in nature, to be more connected to themselves. And I think, you know, society has pulled us away from that. And it's hard when you, I know as an American living in the US, it's hard to live a different way against the grain of a society, but it, you really have to, to fight for that and realize that, you know, you can live slower and healthier and balanced and you don't need a lot of money to be happy. You don't need some big career or title to be somebody. You are enough just how you are and who you are. So it's it's a mind shift, but I think we'll we're going there in in some ways. So, yeah, 
I think one of one of the common objections to slowing down is, but I don't have time to slow down. I've got to do this, 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 and this. What would you, what would you say to somebody that says that? It's a discipline, right? I think I wish I had the answer for this because I really want to help to more Americans find this because I didn't know there was another way to live. Yeah. Until I had visited the south of France. Now you could visit Italy, you could visit Spain, like you said, some of these cultures that are living like that. Um, I mean, it's it's just a habit that has to be created, but it, it, I think it first starts in the mind yeah. to be okay with not striving for something, to be okay in that slower living, that that's actually normal. <laughs> that was supposed to be. Yeah. I think one of the things I've I've certainly noticed on my own journey is that actually when you do slow down and you give yourself time and space, that when you actually go to do something, you're so much more efficient um, and you can really then notice, as you were saying earlier about the distractions of social media and having mobile phones around, that we can sit down at our computer to do a task and be so distracted that it takes us three, four times longer to do the task than if we were just completely focused on it. Yeah. And I think once you lean into that and start experimenting with um, with it on just simple tasks that you know don't have a huge impact or consequence of of slowing down to do them, it starts to become really, really, really powerful. Um, but it's it is complete and utter mindset shift, as you as you rightly say. Yeah. And it's, you know, what's the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning? Are you grabbing your phone like most people do? And that's how you start your day. You know, that's where your brain, I feel it gets so chaotic and it takes 15 minutes at least to get into our flow state yeah. of creativity, of work, of being really focused. And I think, yeah, to your point, we are so distracted <laughs> by our cell phones, you know, and I have to put mine on airplane often when I'm working. Yeah. Just focus because I know I feel guilty when I'm not productive and that is stressful. Yeah. So, yeah. And then going to, to talk a bit about your, um, your food concept about having healthy food that is accessible on, on the go. Um, what does that look like in terms of how do you, where did you start when you were coming up with what the product or the offering was going to be? Sure. For one, I never had any experience in this industry or business background. I had to Google the information on how to start a business. So if that gives hope to anybody. Um, but what I did was I went to a trade show in the industry and I met with manufacturers and kind of searched and vetted different companies looking for the best of the best and healthy products to my standards. So I don't actually manufacture anything. We partner with brands that believe yeah. we believe in. Um, and then our, we basically have different merchandising display options, different sizes, different materials for different type of retail environments. Um, and so we started the company in gas stations. Um, and in, in so your listeners know it's, it's a selection of healthy plant-based snack products. So it's, yeah a selection of about 40 items in different categories. Wow. Um, 
and we yeah so we put them in gas stations airports universities hospitals basically anywhere but a supermarket is kind of for on the go for people to have access yeah food yeah and forty, that's like an incredible range. I would be, I would yeah. be utterly over the moon if I went to a service station. I had a wide choice because, like you say, it's actually depressing when you go into a supermarket and you can't find anything that's not full of sugar and preservatives and ultra processed elements. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and we've got you know, products too, for people that are, you know, gluten intolerant, vegan, diabetic, allergen, you know, issues. So we've got a selection that meets kind of everybody's needs, because when you're stuck, you know, on the go like that, and not having very many options, it's, it's frustrating. Yeah. So we think about that customer a lot. Yeah. What's your favorite of all your, your products, the the go-to one, if you were um, if you could recommend one, I've got a couple brands. Um, both of them are are women owned. Um, the one is a food bar company out of California called BTR Nation, and she lost both her parents to cancer. And her mission is to transform the vending machine. Um, so she's created is in on this path of creating healthier snack products um, that are very clean and plant based. So she's her brand has been really uh, a great success. And then I've got another company called Daily Crunch and it's activated nuts. So typically when you eat a nut, you don't get all of the nutrients out of it. If it's activated, it's been soaked in water. All the nutrients are activated that your body will absorb them more. So you're getting more from the new, more nutrition from the nut. So it's like, you know, nuts on steroids of nutrition. So having products like this are really important. Yeah, that's awesome. And what would you, what would you say has been the biggest challenge that you've faced when you've been setting up um, your business? Yeah, this is one I'm really passionate about. Um, I just started really coming publicly about is my company, the third year in business, it was like at a the height of its success. Michelle Obama had nominated the company uh, for Catalyst for Change for America's Health. Uh, It was really a a really honorable moment. Um, You know, we were growing really fast across 12 states, you know, Mm -hmm. starting in Tennessee, moving across the country quickly in these different channels of business. And one of my distribution partners one day decided to take all of my merchandising displays without telling me uh, and putting their own signs on it and changing the product assortment. And they stole about 80% of my company in like a month's time. You know, they wow. went to the retailers offering them a better deal, all of this stuff without me knowing it. And mm-hmm. I lost, you know, this feeling of control, right? of a dream that you've had and you're trying to do the right thing and a good thing for people. And then you have people that are greedy and want to come along and make more money and push you out. And this is the reality of small business versus big business. So I lost everything a few years ago. Um, and I sat in that kind of reevaluating, what do I do next? So yeah. that, that has been one of the most challenging moments, but today we am rebuilding and, um, is stronger and better than before and that's what's really exciting yeah 
And how in that in that moment, how did you get through that? that moment? <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a really hard question as well. Yeah, I mean, I didn't do it like maybe a lot of my colleagues in the industry would have just gotten back up right away and started fighting. But for me, this was that moment where I'm talking about balanced life is I was not balanced. It, it, this was a blessing, actually, because it, it made me realize all I did was work. I was chasing after something that, yeah, is making an impact, but that's not more important than my personal life and health. So yeah. what I did was take a step back. And that's when I decided to move to France because I remembered this experience I had here and I needed to save myself first yeah. and get my my feet back on the ground, then start thinking, what do I want to do? Do I want to do this business? Who am I without this title, without these successes? And what do I really want to do with my life? What What's yeah. that calling inside of me, that desire I feel like I was made to do? And so I, I sat in that for two years yeah. and re then came back to it with more passion to fight and rebuild in a stronger way. So that was kind of my strategy strategy is getting aligned with myself in a more balanced way. Yeah. And I think there's, there's a lot in that and it's kind of, it's one of those things that it's conceptually easy to say, you know, be more aligned with who you are, be more balanced in your life. Um, the words sound, you know, easy ish, and you can make a nice simple drawing, which I've done before. And that seems okay, but it's a completely different thing to, live and experience it viscerally on a day-to-day -day basis of you know what really really lights you up and and what mm -hmm. really really drives you um two years is a very long time isn't it that's why I said most of my colleagues when I spoke to them about it some of them said close the business I had in, um you know investors people that worked in the capital financial capital industry looking at the outside of my business and where it was and they were like you just need file bankruptcy close it down yeah you're not your heart's not in it anymore there's nothing left of it and that is gut-wrenching yeah um really gut-wrenching and other people that have had challenges they're like this is called this this is business krista business is business and that's hard but it's true and it's yeah. sad but it's true. Yeah. So how how do you um, do you have some sort of motto or inspiration that you go to now that reminds you to sort of stay connected to that um, vision, that purpose um, that you use now? Yeah, all my friends know this about me, but it's to squeeze every ounce out of life. Yeah. You know, when you've been given three months to live, you've, you know, focused on a career and lost it all that you, you know, when you can lose everything, yeah. the most important thing is living, is living right now, living in the moment. Yeah. And making every moment the best. That's yeah. really what I try to do. Whether it's a sunset, you know, finding the best table and on a terrace of a restaurant with the best view or just these little things, you know. Yeah. And again, I think it, that's also something that's um, 
it, it it's a something you need to build a habit around is is being present because it's so hard to slow down our minds um they're always chattering and wanting us to worry about what's next or you know you know mm-hmm. take over what's just happened and everything but being being truly present is is really really hard and what incredible lessons you've you've been given not not the ones that you would necessarily wish on anybody but um it's so inspiring to see the strength that you've drawn from the the lessons that life has thrown at you yeah I mean I think we all go through challenges right this life life is hard it's not an easy path and it's all mindset the battle is in the mind yeah yeah Yeah. And what about on a um, on a health level now? What do you do health wise to make sure that you're physically and mentally that you're you're balanced? Well, I have a pretty strong social life, so I'm you know, I'm meeting with people and enjoying nice moments together uh, around the table, having nice meals. Um I am a avid road cyclist, so I just competed in my first female cycling race in Stad, Switzerland, which was really cool. Um, Yeah, and and really just, you know, putting emphasis on taking the time. Uh, So, yeah, I live such a balanced life today in in that. And still the plant-based diet that I had, that I learned from my journey through cancer. So, yeah. And have, because uh, I, I used to live in France, um, and b- back then the concept of a plant-based diet was just so alien, it was ridiculous, but that has changed in France now, hasn't it? Most. Yeah, <laughs> um, I don't know so much about it before like you do, um, but I would say it's still very Mediterranean. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, they, they ha- it's like moderation. I don't know, I mean, they they eat cheese and drink wine and bread and, but it's all of good quality made local, you know, you can eat the bread and it doesn't make your stomach, you know, like it's different. Yeah. No, it's very enviable. So if um, people would like to find out more about your products, your companies, uh, read your book, any of those sorts of things, what's the best way for them to, to find you, to get in contact, to follow, et cetera? Sure. Uh, Instagram, the company can be found at healthyonthego.us. And I can be found on there with the link to the book is kristaanderson.co. Yep. Um, and then the website, healthyonthego.us. Amazing. And then we'll put your, also your LinkedIn profile will be um, on this conversation on LinkedIn as well and in the show notes so yeah have you got any um final words of wisdom before we draw to a close i would just love everybody in the whole wide world to live their dream life and not be afraid to take the risk to do it that everything always aligns once we take the leap so just you know making sure that encouraging people to be on that path you get one life squeeze every ounce out of it (laughs) i love that that's great Thank you so much. It's been absolutely delightful to um, to talk to you today. I've really enjoyed it. Um, so thank you so much. Thank you, Claire, for having me. I appreciate what you're doing for everybody. <laughs>
Thank you.